my name's Kate, and it's my pleasure to welcome you all to Maison this Sunday morning. It's lovely to have you with us. We've got some exciting announcements coming up this morning, but first, let's say goodbye to the kids. So if you are, um, <laughs> if you are an elementary age uh, child, feel free to follow Miss Kylin out to the back, and she's got some fun stuff planned for you guys to do. Okay, so if you look at the screen, yes, it is there, our digital Connect card is up. So if you scan the QR code there, that takes you to our Connect card where you can connect with us in a few different ways. Um, you can sign up for events. If you have any prayer requests, then you can scan and there's a, a space there for you to send us your prayer requests. Or if you just want to say hi, well, we love that too and we love to be in touch with you. So please do scan. We've got some exciting events coming up this week. So this Saturday, this coming Saturday, the 21st of October, is Gainesville Pride. And Maison is going to be there down at Bow Diddley Plaza between 12 and 8 p.m. on Saturday. It should be a fun time. So if you want to just come along, bring the family and have some fun, we'd love to see you there. If you would like to help out um, with Maison's booth there, um, then... There's another QR code there for you to scan, and you can sign up for a time slot, and we would love to have your help with that. One of the events that we're going to be promoting at the Pride Weekend is our Thanksgiving Together event. And that's a really special event that Maison is running. It's going to be happening on Thanksgiving Day. And uh, the plan is just to invite uh, all of our LGBTQ plus friends who might not have anywhere else to go for Thanksgiving to invite them along to a Thanksgiving meal um, with entertainment. So um, that's one thing we're going to be talking about on Saturday. If you have any more questions about that, please speak to Blake or Miranda. Um, the other event that's coming up this week is this Friday, we're going to have our first Connect group. Now, I'm really excited about this. This is a new meetup group that Miranda and I are setting up. Um, and the reason we're setting it up is because um, we love the way that community is spontaneously happening here at Maison for us and for our families, but we didn't want anybody to feel left out, and we wanted everybody to feel that they're welcome and that they can be part of something. So we've decided to start a monthly game night at church. It's going to be on the third Friday of every month, so that's this coming Friday, the 20th of October. It's 6 until 8 p.m., and we would love you to come along. Um, we're calling it kind of like a family group, but that doesn't mean it's only aimed at people with young kids or teenagers. We want it to be multi-generational. That means however many generations you have in your family at home, we want you to come along, be part of our church family, have fun playing some games with us. You can bring a snack to share, you can bring a game, or you can just bring yourself. So um, there's a, another QR code scan if you want to sign up and get updates, or um, you can just show up and we'll see you here, 6 p.m. on Friday. Okay, and um, finally, all of these cool uh, events and the things that Maison does in the community are only possible with your help. And one way that you can help out with that is if you want to contribute financially to all the things that Maison is doing. There are a few different ways that you can do that. So you can go onto the website, that's maisonchurch.com, and there's a link there um, for you to give financially. Or if you're feeling a bit more old school, we've got the giving boxes at the back of church on your way out, so you're welcome to drop off a donation. 
Um, you can text an amount to 84321 and select Maison Church, um, or you can even mail a check to the address on the screen. We do know how to process them. Um, <laughs> if, if you would like any help, uh, particularly with setting up online giving, then just feel free to grab one of us and ask your question, and we'd love to help you get that set up. And now I'm going to hand over to Pastor Miranda. She's continuing our series called More, and I'm excited to hear what she has to say. conversation about this uh, trailer and there's theoretically a storyline behind it. So the lady gets off her plane and she goes does all her extravagant shopping and then she's heading back out. Um, just so you have an idea, like, you're like, what are these random pictures? This doesn't make sense to me. There's your story, okay? Your story. <laughs> so last week, Kevin shared about how there's no win in comparison, right? And it's a human thing for us to look around and compare where we are and we want more. Now, we looked last week about what it means to be able to live a life with hands wide open. And earlier we sang the song, Nothing I Hold On To This Morning, right? Now, when I got here, the band was actually having a conversation about this song. Like, how exactly does one climb a mountain with their hands wide open? Like, <laughs> am I, like... Okay, am I just walking up a mountain trail? Like, what's going on there? Um, I think someone even said, like, are we just using the toe holds? Like, are we climbing with our toes? That was so. Um, but I think the part we got to was actually, you know, it's the first part of the song where we're saying, like, you know, we're leaving our life in the hands of the creator and that that's really the important part to be able to climb up that mountain. Now, Kevin talked last week about how living with our hands open can bring us tranquility. And we did an exercise here in the room, and hopefully you were here and you got to do it with us, but we held our hands open, and we took a deep breath, and then we said one of the synonyms for tranquility. And then we did it again. We did it a few times. And it reminds me of the times when I'm scrolling social media, and maybe you guys have seen these too, but there's that reminder to unclench your jaw, relax your shoulders, and take a deep breath. How many times do we need that when we're scrolling social media? You know, sometimes we don't realize that our posture has even changed without the reminder to check in with ourselves. We don't realize how tense we've become until we take a moment to relax. Anyone else guilty of that? Now, I consider myself to usually be a pretty self-controlled person, but chocolate? and cookies are definitely a weakness of mine. <laughs> and with cookies, as long as the package of mint chocolate Oreos is unopened, they're likely to last a little while. But once they're opened, well, they don't last that long. <laughs> See, I'll have one when I walk through the kitchen, and then I'll have one more the next time I walk through the kitchen, and my house has this nice little loop. <laughs> 
And the next thing I know, I've eaten like the whole roll of Oreos. And then the thing after that is my kids are fussing that they didn't get any of the Oreos and I've eaten them all. <laughs> and then I feel guilty and then I look for them to be on sale again and I buy another package and hope that maybe, just maybe, they'll get a few more Oreos out of this package than they got from the last one. Now, when did I cross the line from enough to too much? Was it after two cookies? Was it after three? How do we know when we've crossed the line from enough to too much? Where's the line between abundance and excess? I struggle with the line with chocolate and cookies. Maybe you also struggle to find the line between abundance or having enough of something and excess when we have more than we need when it comes to sweet treats. Or maybe you have some other category in your life where you struggle to find the balance between abundance and excess. Maybe it's finances, where you feel that you never have enough. Or maybe it's tangible things, like the desire for a new car or a bigger house. I know the bigger house really appeals to me sometimes. If my house were bigger, there'd be more space to invite people over. But then I think of the process of moving and the changes we've made to our home, and I find myself thinking, you know, Maybe my house is just right. Finding the balance between abundance and excess allows us freedom in our lives. It frees us from chasing after the Joneses. So we can live a life that's unique to us. Now, unless your last name happens to be Jones, then please also live your unique life too. But please stop trying to expect us to keep up. Now, some of you might be thinking, what do you mean find a balance between abundance and excess? I'm barely surviving. I hear you, and I see you. In this economy, in this capitalistic society, there isn't always a safe or soft place to land when life starts throwing punches. Maybe you're thinking, you know, my abundance and excess, it's in the category of worry and anxiety. And as a church, we'd like to walk alongside you in this season. Please reach out. We'd love to connect you with some support. Now, over the last few weeks, we've been looking at several of the wisdom books in the Bible. Um, this week, we're going to look at the book of Ecclesiastes in chapter 5, and the following has been written. Whoever loves money never has enough. Whoever loves wealth is never satisfied with their income. This, too, is meaningless. As goods increase, so do those who consume them. And what benefit are they to the owners except to feast their eyes on them? Now, I was thinking about where we put our excess, and those with physical excess, we usually put it where? In a storage unit. I found these really interesting facts about storage units, just so you can go, what, with me, okay? So there is currently over 1.7 billion, that's billion with a B, square feet, of storage space in the United States, like in storage units, 1.7 billion, okay? The average cost of a 10 by 10 self-storage unit, $128 a month, right? And here's the last one. The, the last piece of data I found was that one in five Americans use self-storage. It's kind of crazy, isn't it? So why do we keep buying stuff 
to impress people we might not even like and we don't even have a place to put it. Have we fallen into a comparison trap? All right, let's keep looking at our scripture. Verse 12 says, The sleep of a laborer is sweet, whether they eat little or much, but as for the rich, their abundance permits them no sleep. I have seen a grievous evil under the sun, wealth hoarded to the harm of its owners or wealth lost through some misfortune, so that when they have children, there is nothing left for them to inherit. Everyone comes naked from their mother's womb, and as everyone comes, so they depart. They take nothing from their toil that they can carry in their hands. There's another reference to hands, reminding us that the things we can take when we depart this earth are not the things we can hold in our hands. Now, finding this balance between abundance and excess, this isn't a new pursuit. See, 21st century Americans, we aren't the only ones to struggle with wanting more stuff. This feels like a tale as old as time, even going all the way back to the Garden of Eden. I could see a case being made for the motivation behind eating the forbidden fruit as the desire for more, to be able to know more. It's hard to learn to be content with what we have, to find a restful state of enough. Now, verse 11 talks about as goods increase, so do those who consume them. And we looked at what the storage unit industry is like. But we very much live in a consumer society, and some of it's even trickled into the way we talk about spiritual matters. Kevin shared a blog post with Drake and I this week from a friend of his named Jeff McLean, who mentioned that this consumer relationship has even seeped into the way we talk about faith and the church, that we're often looking for a place where we can be fed and finding a church that has the right programs and that meets our needs. But is that what the church is really about? So how do we learn to be content with what we have? In a series on compassion from North Point Church, their pastor, Andy Stanley, suggested that there are two ways we can work on breaking out of the comparison trap. The first is that we celebrate others, which isn't ever as easy as it sounds. So Scott and I, we tried for almost a year before we were blessed with Daniel. And every announcement that some other couple had that they were expecting was heartbreaking. We had a small group of friends that we would meet with to play games, and there was one couple in the group, and they had a surprise pregnancy. It wasn't something they planned. And they were so hesitant to tell us their news. And I'm so thankful that they were gentle with us, but I wish we'd been in a better place to be able to celebrate them and to celebrate their good news. But maybe that's not, where, that's not part of your story. Maybe for you, your friends are buying their first home and you know it's gonna be years before you are able to consider purchasing a home. Celebrating others in the midst of our grief can help us to focus outside of ourselves. When we stop comparing, we can find compassion with others. Now, the second suggestion to break out of the comparison trap is to leverage our lives to help others. In order to leverage our lives, we need to look at the unique characteristics of our lives. Look at a ch your childhood. What made yours special? Maybe you've had an especially rough childhood and it's easy to empathize with others having a hard time. We can look at our education. What special skills or knowledge might you have that you can share to help others? Maybe you're like my dad. He's had some, he has some like unnatural mechanical skill. 
For a guy who never completed high school or attended any formal education, he can work his way through and solve a lot of problems. He built the house I grew up in, and he only subcontracted two things. I double-checked with him this week to make sure. He subcontracted the concrete and the drywall. And I think it was just because he didn't want to try and hang drywall by himself. And I should also mention, he was the one who drew the blueprints up for the house. Now, he didn't also have the wonderful option that we have of attending YouTube University for elective classes like we can. <laughs> but those aren't the only skills my dad has. He's worked for the last, he actually retired a few years ago as a mechanic. He never got any formal training for that. And he's helped quite a few people with car repairs over the years. He's been able, my dad has been able to leverage his life and his skills and his knowledge to help others. Someone else who's leveraging their life to help others is our own Cindy. Some of you may know that she, in the last year, has changed positions at the financial institution where she works to a position to where she's able to share financial skills and concepts with those in the community. Now, I got a chance to sit with Cindy, and she has a passion for helping people to be financially stable and to make wise choices with their finances. Here at Maison, we don't want money to be an awkward conversation or a taboo topic. We want to be able to talk about the hard things. And we want to be able to equip you to make wise decisions. So I'm excited to announce that over the next three weeks, Cindy will be leading a series of workshops to help us begin a conversation about money. We'll be meeting on Sundays at about 2 p.m. for about 90 minutes to talk through a topic or two. And I hope you'll join us and maybe bring a friend. We'd love for you to use these classes to possibly leverage your story, put it on a different traje trajectory. Maybe this trajectory might even change the lives of those around you. Now, one last person who comes to mind when I think about finding the space between abundance and excess is another friend of mine who's oddly also named Cindy. <laughs> um, she stepped out of a position on a church staff to pursue what she called a ministry of availability. She wanted to have space in her life that she could walk along others, alongside other people for a season. She wanted to be able to have time to sit with those who needed a listening ear or to be able to help them in practical ways. I got to spend some time with Cindy as we were cleaning up a friend's house as she was getting ready to move across country. But because she had the time in her schedule, she was able to be there. Um, and even though we don't move in the same circles still, I'm sure she's still using her life to make an impact in those around her. We're uniquely created to be able to connect with those around us. When we leverage our unique lives, our stories, and our situations, we can help to make the world a better place. Now, thinking back to those cookies, uh, maybe the line is really that I get half of them and my kids get to split the other half. You know, mom taxes exist. Um, but cookies are an easier thing to find a line between the abundance and excess. It's harder to find a line between spending time with my kids and spending time serving the community. It's also challenging to find a line between saving money and spending money on experiences. Now, here at Maison, we want to create space for people to know and feel belonging. And with the holidays coming up, I recognize that for some, these holidays can be a reminder of how much they feel like they don't belong. This Thanksgiving, we want to set a table where anyone can join us in a meal. We want to invite you to be part of Thanksgiving together. 
There'll be more details coming out in the next few weeks and ways that you can sign up and join us. But for now, I'd like for you to mark your calendars and join us downtown on Thanksgiving afternoon. Sit at some tables with new people, share your stories, meet some new friends. I'm gonna go ahead and invite the, van, the band back up. Finding the balance between abundance and excess allows us to leverage our lives to help others. In these next few moments, I wanna invite you to consider your life, your schedule, your unique positions of influence, both at home and at work and in the community, the relationships that you have with those around you and how you might use them to bring hope and belonging to those around you. Your situations, both in joyous occasions and in stressful ones, how, you might, or how might you remember to live with hands and hearts open? Where might you have an excess that you can share with others? Maybe you have an excess of time and can invest in helping others to know they're loved. Maybe there's room in your finances to be able to help others. Maybe you have a listening ear or a story that needs to be shared in this next season. But I'm looking forward to us all finding our space between abundance and excess. I'm going to go ahead and pray. Lord, thank you for this time and thank you for this space. Thank you that you call us to more. Not more stuff, but more within our spaces. You call us to sharing more and to living more abundantly. In your name, amen. Song says, uh, it feels like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. And I think here at Maison, we are. We're surrounded by God's love because we're surrounded by each other. And we're already surrounded by a community of people who are using their time and their skills to transform each other's lives. And uh, I'm definitely going to be taking that with me into the coming week. Um, so before you go... Um, you don't have to stay standing up if you don't want to. Um, for a very brief announcement. So um, the first one... Before you go, don't go, not yet, because we have our potluck lunch, uh, which is happening right now, just down the hall. Um, we would love you to join us. We'd love to get to know you better. And even if we already know you really well, we'd love to chat over lunch. Don't worry if you didn't bring anything. There's going to be plenty there for everybody to share. Um, secondly, our friend Lon has been calling Square Dancers for 50 years. And uh, that is an impressive achievement. <laughs> And uh, this week, this Tuesday, Lon is having a 50th anniversary um, square dance that is happening here, I think at 6.30, is that right? Yeah, so everybody is very welcome to come along. Um, thirdly, uh, don't forget to grab your new Maison Greater Love t-shirt. They look great. They're $15. They're available just outside, so you can grab one on your way down to the potluck lunch. And finally, this afternoon, Gainesville Big Band is going to be playing right here at 2 p.m. Tickets are $10, and I'm sure that's going to be a lot of fun. So if you can, then hang around for that as well. And um, that's it. That's all our announcements. So we would love to see you right now over lunch, and we would love to see you again. <laughs>